Hello, friends. We are back for our second stream of the night. <laughs> uh, we just finished uh, the most recent episode of The Traders. It just dropped today. If you haven't watched it, what the heck is the matter with you? Uh, so we are going <laughs> to chat about The Traders. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah, we are. Okie dokie. I am Gina Morgino, and I am joined, of course, by my two faithful friends, uh, Kyle Petty and John Dumpy. And uh, we are Strat Chat. Again, I'm not trying to brag, but some people have said we are their favorite reality TV podcast. So obviously, we are the place to be. (laughs) People have said it. Um, And of course, we're here to talk to you about the newest episode of The Traders that just dropped, what, an hour ago? Hour and a half ago? Uh, and what an episode it was. <laughs> Did you so like good. It? <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Um, I, there were certainly certain moments. If anybody's watching the Traders UK, I mean, obviously this completely mirrored like yesterday's episode. No, so, you literally just from seeing the screenshot, you were like, well, I know exactly how this tr- challenge is going to play out. Right. Exactly. exactly. So I was happen. definitely on my phone for a little bit, but like that round table, fucking fire. Oh, the so comments, good. The comments in the turret afterwards fucking fire so like no i'm on board i'm not dialed out <laughs> you know but um <laughs> yeah the, the challenge is a snoozer for me you know because i'm an international trader sure 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 <laughs> <laughs> um no th- this is my first time seeing this whole thing uh how this played out so i really enjoyed it like the fact that um there was a murder happening we knew who was being murdered but it was built around this mission um was very interesting to me yeah i I thought it was great i really like i I really liked it yeah i I thought it was a really fun way to like incorporate the well when are they going to get murdered who's to say because we see Mm -hmm. of course we open up the episode right where we left off in the last one uh with parvati and the chalice and i did not expect it to be ekin sue that she was gonna come for i didn't either i i was really surprised about that yeah, I'm surprised. I'm also happy because like the edit made us believe that maybe it could be Peter, like that guy from The Bachelor. See, I, I like, you had said that last time, but I didn't get that from this. No, that's what I felt too. Because like the, one of the last things she said, like the camera was on him, and she's like, and then I found my target. And you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like it, it felt like it could <laughs> right. be. Like, yeah, but he has a shield. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. Yeah. yeah. You know. But that's what. Yeah, that's what made me feel like it wouldn't be him though. The fact she that like know that though does she know he has a shield? Well, no, no, yeah, of course. No, she, well, he might he he might have actually said it because he was pretty vocal about it. It seemed like okay. Did did they not he, all know who got the shields? I I don't remember for sure, but I know at least at breakfast he came in being all like, "Well, I slept great because I had a shield," which made me feel like it's probably not the first time he's brought that up. So but like he probably was mentioning it the night I before. Thought. No, I don't think they've worn them to breakfast. No. Am I crazy? I don't. I don't know if he did. I know some people do. I don't know that. I. I don't remember if he did. I didn't um, see anybody wearing a shield. I at just breakfast. assumed all the shields were common knowledge. But, but I did. Yeah. Well, I think after the challenge, they probably talk about it or whatever. But I. I definitely like the way the way the editing was. Like the fact that 
you had uh, Parvati being like, oh, and then I found my target, and the camera's going to Peter. I was like, it's not going to be. Yeah, him it's too obvious. Yeah. For that reason, yeah. Kyle, what you giggling about over there? Matt is fucking taking me out. Atkins, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like these, sorry, I don't have really, the chat bar pulled up, so I haven't. Yeah, seen what that said. really did it to me. <laughs> R.I.P. Ekans Ooh, twenty twenty four to twenty twenty four. Silly, not Ekans Sue, right? No, Ekans <laughs> Ooh, her government name. <laughs> Said uh, what, Thank you very much. What I thought was funny about this, because then, like you know. We get to breakfast and they're talking about. I I thought also thought it was crazy that it happened right in front of Dan and he somehow missed it. He's like, I have no idea who got murdered. I was like, happened in front of him, but he wasn't looking that direction. So like, I it was probably was yeah. No, I think he like consciously was probably not paying enough like that much sure. attention. That's fair. Right, like I feel like <laughs> the opposite of Kyle. <laughs> right, like I feel like if if I knew that a fellow traitor was right behind me. That's and like yeah. had this chalice, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to be totally tuned out to this. Yeah. I don't know. Let it be a surprise. Right. Or else you're like Monica drunk showing up to her 30th and she's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I did laugh because you know I love Miss Vedra. But I did laugh at breakfast where she's like, oh my God, like who was it? And she's like, oh, it's Ekin Sue. And she's like, no, that's not what I wanted at all. And it's like, girl, speak up then. Like no one told you to be out of this conversation. Right. I don't think you really get to be upset at who got murdered. You don't get to be upset. No. You removed yourself from the conversations and that's it. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. No, I it was funny because there was one one point where like Parvati definitely had the hardest job here. Oh. Like I know that, yeah, I know that Dan, you know, like kind of helped with getting the chalice or whatever, and Phaedra just chose to completely remove herself from any of this. <laughs> yeah. But, like, then you have uh, Parvati walk into one room, and who was it? There was there was one person that um, that Parvati was getting close to that she knew Phaedra wouldn't like. Uh, oh, and I, uh, 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 I remember it. I just can't remember her name. Sheree. Sheree. Okay, so you have one person in one room that Parvati's getting close to. And, and like, this is the kind of thing where it's like, not everybody's just going to drink from this glass. So like, you have to be careful. And it's like, so you're not happy with this person in this room. And then Parvati goes to a completely different room and gets somebody else to drink from it. You're not happy with that person. And yet you're the only one of the traders that hasn't actually spoken on this at all. Like, right, like, like if, if you're going to completely remove yourself, like she didn't even try to help look for the chalice. She was like, I'm not a part of this. Goodbye. Right, and then like so many opinions on like which yeah, way it's gonna go. I t to be so like pissed off about how it goes, and you were the one that chose to remove yourself makes no sense to me whatsoever. Right, I was down for when she like removed herself. When she said, "You know, no, I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm also not going to let you like murder Cherie. Not on my watch." Right, oh, I was God. down at that point, but like anything after that. If you're not going to police it, because at least there is some strategy, right, in removing yourself from the conversation, because we want to make sure that we are protected from the fact that we're, we're never all seen together. Mm -hmm. I'm down for that. So at least if you're going to move around with poverty to kind of police the entire situation, all right, then you're kind of still trying to be part of it and trying to trying to be stealthy. But um, after that, once poverty left, you should have followed her. Right. 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 So 
all defenses are dropped at this point. Okay, <laughs> dropped. <laughs> but yeah, you know, obviously we see everybody one by one coming into breakfast and in walks Ekin Sue. And I'm going to be so honest. I don't know if it was the edit or if it was just like the way that things played out. I was like, Parvati, fix your Face. She was like so shocked. Even Phaedra too. Like they were just looking like, oh my god, I can't believe it. And like it would be different if Ekansu was the last person to walk in. So like, oh, they thought she was dead, but now no one's dead. But there were still a couple of people after her, and they were looking like, why did she just walk in this room? And I was like, but I need you to not be that surprised right now. Yeah, <laughs> too early to look surprised. Yeah, but I yeah. also like it though. You know, to play devil's advocate here, I do like it because I do feel like the traders, while yes, they are playing a separate game, I do feel like they almost have an easier road. Like the faithful have a lot of moments where they can slip up in conversation, just like we saw with Peppermint. Sure. You know, I said the wrong word. And because I slipped up in this one, how many times a day do we say something we didn't mean to say? Another word we use, like, oh no, that's not what I meant. I'm sorry. Backtrack. No. You don't get that luxury when you're playing this game as a faithful. And like the traders definitely have an easier road in that sense. So I'm happy to see them with some challenges this season. Sure. Like a little, yeah, I I do like that. I just wish they were a little better at being stealthy. <laughs> yeah. If, if anybody's looking at your face, they'd be like, why are you so surprised to see her, huh? Right. With all the skills that you were supposed to have, poverty, survivor winner, you know, like what's going on here? Like Phaedra, you've never really played a game like this. So it makes a little bit more sense to me why you might misstep in this way. But I do expect more from poverty. Yeah. 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 I agree. I did also think it was interesting to, I feel like I'm like skipping around, but we saw, you know, it was brought up that the housewives are kind of like actors. So, you know, they're always like performing even on their own show, even if they're not a competition show or what have you. And that kind of sparked this whole thing of like, none of the Bravo women are trustworthy. And I just like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, obviously we're seeing a very different version of this game than everybody else, but I feel like I'm not seeing a lot of them align together in the same way that everyone's like, all the Bravo women are working together and they're all traitors. Like, I'm just, I'm just not, getting that i'm not getting that either but i guess in a situation where i would lump them together in the sense that like all right so the big brother players i would assume they're doing something together sure. i would assume you challengers are doing something together i would assume you survivors are doing something together with the exception of sandra and poverty because we already know they got some bad blood but otherwise that is what i might expect so there's a world in which it it does make some sense to say, oh, the housewives are playing. No, I totally see that. It just wow. seems like everybody in the house is like, it's the housewives. Gotta be that. Even CT was like, it's the housewives. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know what's, where we're getting this from. Well, I, I don't know. I guess I guess for me, the biggest thing that would point to that is just like, I feel like this season is still very new. We're still just seeing a lot of things you know, develop. But I feel like there have been a lot of players that have thrown accusations at other players, but the housewives have never thrown accusations at each other. You know what I mean? Where it's, so it's like, mm -hmm. I think, I think enough has happened, right? Cause when they showed how many people had been either banished or murdered just 
at the top of this fourth episode. Like it's a it's a decent amount of people. There was like yeah. six or seven people up there. You know, like I always forget that, how quickly people leave this game. Right, and none of them have been Bravo people or Real Housewives people, or you know. So I, I think at some point, even though it's early in the season, it feels like um, you have to kind of look at that, where it's like all right, we know that there's all these people from this different show. Like when you look at like CT and bananas, you know, they've already been broken up. When you look at like some other different shows, it's like, there are people that have already been broken up, but like the housewives seem to be doing okay. Flying under the radar. I don't know. Maybe that's why people feel that way. I don't know. But I don't think that like the game itself so far has like pointed at the, the housewives as like, they have to be the likely target. It's just like, we keep coming up short. All the faithful are thinking we're not getting anywhere. Um, so maybe it's the you know this group of housewives because they're not talking about each other. They haven't been in danger. Like that's my only thought. I guess I don't mm. know. Mm. But in walks Alan. <laughs> in walks Alan, saying, "Surprise, surprise! Nobody's been murdered except somebody absolutely has been murdered, and you will find out by the end of the day who it is." And it. Like, I feel like this room immediately is chaotic because they're all like, oh, well, somebody must have given a drink to somebody who who got a drink. And I'm like, how does the one person that actually got handed a drink not remember that she was handed a drink? Fine, whatever. She, it was also so funny to watch Ekin Sue in this entire episode be like, I am so perceptive. Nobody is going to get one over on me. If it happens and I'm going to see it, I'm going to know who's a traitor. I, I, nothing's going to happen in this competition that I'm going to miss. I'm going to see exactly who murdered. And I was like, girl. It's you. It's you. <laughs> you're not going to see shit because you're going to be the one who's murdered. She's like, she right. was just so cocky this entire episode. And I was like, oh, God. I feel like she actually even said, I think, like, at least the editing made it look like, like, just before Parvati showed her, like, gave her the uh, the chalice, she said about Parvati being like, yes, there's no way that uh, Parvati could possibly be a traitor. Like, they showed Ekansu actually saying that. It's like, oh, God, she's killing you right now. It's mm -hmm. happening to you or right she now. She did this to you, right? She did this to you. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it, it did set up what I thought was a very fun challenge. At least I liked it a lot better than the previous season's graveyard challenge where, like, everybody was buried alive and it was my worst nightmare and I hated everything I about like it. I like that. I like that no, one. Oh, just the thought of being the person in the box makes me itchy. So I was very grateful that that's not the way that this challenge went down. I would love to be in the box. No, no. I would pay production. I'd be like, here is the equivalent of the prize money. Don't make me get in there. I'm not doing it. No. Wow. Right. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, Bye God. Night. I couldn't do it. Bye-bye. <laughs> yep. Close me in. Thank you very much. Nobody's talking to me. Nothing's happening for at oh, least no. I'd be so 20 to 30 out. minutes. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> no, Serene I moment. Me, myself, and I. But I, I much, much preferred this version, which was essentially just as they're going through the funeral procession, they're getting clues of who is not the person murdered, narrowing it down until we have however many people end up being left at the end based on the clues that they were given. And then they have to suss out from them who they believe the person who was murdered was. Mm. And <laughs> I, I really did like it a lot. Some of these clues, like when they walked into Banana's funeral and they're all singing about like bananas trusting yeah. whoever the, i was like what are we i why are we doing this so good i <laughs> love so the production stupid. value i love it everything have, about this show is so stupid in the best possible way it's best. 
And I always just, I love how committed Alan is to all of it. Like him walking out in his like fancy black and like the entire time that he's walking, he's like, amazing. death comes for us all. And he's just so Absolutely smashing. I have to um, say, I don't know if anybody's following my Twitter. I'm sure you're not, but um, you can do so at I'm Kyle Petty. But I was watching Spice World last night and I forgot that Alan Cumming is in that. Is he? See, yes, to see a younger version of him and like, not playing this character, you know, like right, right, this, right. this very grand, sassy, like, you know, socialite or whatever it is. Like it was just, it was very, very refreshing. Um, oh, yep. there he Look at him is. Go. That there is not the is. same Alan Cumming that we see in Spice World. Those <laughs> you know, like- I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. I don't remember I, it at all. I have it purchased on the Amazon Prime <laughs> so I can watch it whenever I need. So yesterday was an exceptionally bad day. Mm. And, um, and I felt like, you know, Clue- I watch Clue once a week that no longer has the regenerative effects sure, 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 that sure, Spice sure. World would have. I said, you know, it's been a long time for you. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Very refreshing. Very refreshing. <laughs> but I, what I Shout also thought was <laughs> what I also thought was funny about this competition is like I, I don't know. The, it's so funny the things that people harp on in this game that they're like, I know without a shadow of a doubt that this is the thing that's true. Because like you would see, you know, Ekin Sue was just being Ekin Sue. Like, oh, it's me. They murdered me. Oh, the traitors got me. And they're all like, well, she's overacting. She's being so dramatic. Right. So she is 1000% a traitor. And then like one person threw out the idea that MJ might have been murdered. And then unanimously, everyone was like, 100%. MJ is absolutely the person that they murdered. There's no other possibility. It's got to be MJ. And it's like, I don't yeah. know why we're so like stuck on that. Yeah, and I'm surprised that there was not some roses kind of thrown all across. Like I would have to rewatch the vote order, vote order, rose throwing order. Sure. Um to kind of see like where um like Dan and Phaedra place in this. They were it, very like right in the middle. Yeah, it, they were it, definitely it, in the middle, yeah. Cuz it does seem to me like it, it would have helped a little bit to toss a rose or something on Parvati, not to just pile on and like, I don't know, is that also kind of herd mentality? Let me, let me just kind of like filter in with the rest of the group or I don't know, does it serve us to kind of split them up a little bit to say like, maybe I had a different idea. So um, that re remind me, was the rule of this that like whoever the majority of the rose is on has to be the correct person to bank any money, or was there like more of a split? Because he did make it so like it had oh to well, be the correct person that, right okay, yeah. had the majority. Yeah. So there wasn't like you know if a couple of roses were on Ek and Sue, they would have banked a little bit of money. No, I think this was this this was an all or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah all okay. or nothing. Yeah, because I did have that thought too of like why aren't we spreading it out just to like make a little money? You know, right something. But no, that makes sense. But <laughs> he he said Ekansu has been murdered and he closed that coffin on her head so he's like, whack, she's gone. I was like, oh my God. And immediately, I, I know Dan said it in this moment, which like, it's Dan, so like, whatever. But like, right after that, there were a couple of people being like, oh, so MJ's a traitor. And it's like, how did we jump to that? Because she wasn't murdered. She's obviously a traitor. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand the thought process of some of these people. Yeah, they're dumb. They're dumb. That's what it is. <laughs> like, Dan saying it, sure. He's just trying to, like, throw, he's going to say whatever and see what sticks. But, like, a couple of people were like, oh, MG's a traitor, 100%. I think it was, um, oh, what's his name? The Bachelor. Uh, Peter. Is that Peter? Yeah. Peter was like, it's MJ. Mm -hmm. I was like, why? <laughs>
Yeah, it's it's really really strange because like there was really there's no other behavior that would have led you to that. So, like, right, it's on, just the fact that she wasn't what? murdered means that now right. she's a traitor. You thought she should go, and because she didn't, well, that's the only reason why. Yeah. Like, right. No, you just got it wrong. Like, why any more her than poverty? Right. Yeah, I don't understand why the only possible outcome was, well, if she wasn't murdered, it must be because she's a traitor. Because nobody was looking at, like, they all throwing the roses down were like, well, she's not going to get banished. Like, people really like her. Like, she hasn't really done anything to, like, stir the pot. So if she's going to go, it's going to be because she gets murdered. And then they were like, oh, no, she didn't get murdered. So she, she's guilty. Must be her. Totally guilty. 100% guilty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I was honestly a little disappointed that nobody voted for anybody else. Like, the traders are obviously going to just follow the crowd. Of course. But yeah, I, I'm a little surprised. And I that we talked about we've talked about the herd mentality, and like, but yeah, I'm just bummed that nobody. We've seen a lot more people kind of like branching out during the like the uh, you know like the table discussions. It hasn't like the round the round tables, yeah. Like there, but like I'm surprised that the votes weren't spread out more for this for the for the mission. I also feel like what was the point of having even the questions? I know you have to you have to thin the herd down to three, you know, final people in the mission. But like maybe they could earn a grand for each question they answer right. I don't know. Something. Send a letter. (laughs) Let them know. By pigeon carrier. <laughs> but I, I feel like after this competition, though, the house, like everybody was all over the place. We had, I, I think Larza was the one kind of leading the charge on like, it's got to be CT. Like it's an alpha male because all of the men are deteriorating and it's got to be a man that's taking everybody out. Might be Dan, got to be CT, 100% CT. And then you have CT being like, no, it's the Bravo women. Like it's got to be, it's probably Larsa. I don't know. I don't trust these housewives. And it's like, you have these like divided houses of, of people being like, it's either a strong man or it's a housewife. So I'm thinking it's going to be just a split vote between CT and Larsa. And then we get into this round table and everybody's getting votes. <laughs> I, like, I don't know how we got here. I love that. Even John. Quite a yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, he said John and my jaw dropped. And then she was like, no, I don't think it's John. I just don't know who else to vote for. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? And it's funny. Cause wasn't John the one uh, Janelle called John out, right? About yeah, the dangerous yeah. burn vote because there's yeah. a possibility he got right. He hasn't not been out. a topic. Yeah, right, right. But, oh, but his, um, it's just <laughs> yeah, it, it's just funny because Janelle was the one that first called John out, and in this episode tonight, we heard Janelle say, "I don't think John's a traitor." Like, mm-hmm. like it's just, like it's funny how like. These things kind of shift around. It's very funny. Because everything changes so quickly. People are like all in on one person and then somebody else floats out another name and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 never mind, never mind, never mind. And it's like everybody just immediately follows whatever. If one person is speaking loudly enough, everyone's like, yeah, totally, 100%. No other option. I just know that like if I ever played this game in real life, like I would never at any time like feel sure of anything so like to see people like feel as sure as they are and like stand like, so so strong in their suspicions is so funny to me because like whether it's larsa or you know with the whole ct thing it has to be an alpha male it's like okay so you think a strong alpha male um 
is taking out all the strong players. It's like, okay, it could also be a weaker player, a weaker, whatever you think that is, trying mm-hmm. to take out the stronger players. Like, how is that not more... Which also did come up in this roundtable, too, because as soon... Like, I think Kevin was like, I don't understand why we're, like, going with the alpha males. Like, I don't understand why that's a thing. And M- was it MJ that was like, well, then... It- no, well, it also points to you. And he was like, what? And now... Oh, was that about Kevin, Kevin, right? About Kevin? Yeah. yeah. And now all of a sudden, Kevin's on the chopping block, and he's like, well, how did... How am I part of this now? Wait a minute. (laughs) What do you mean? I'm actually liking Kevin a little bit more as this whole thing goes on. Poor boy has no idea what's going on, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, he doesn't have any idea what's going on, but he's, I I think he's starting to get it. Yeah. A little. You don't think by the end of this that he was starting to kind of grasp it just a shade? The thing that gets me about him, though, is something that, like, a couple of people have made this mistake. He gets pissed mm-hmm. at somebody, and then he so loudly is like, well, if I were a traitor, you would be the next person that I would murder. And it's like, why are we so comfortable saying things like that? Any <laughs> person saying, like, this is who I would target is dangerous, especially if the traitors are in the room with you, because all it takes is for MJ to be the next murder. And it's like, oh, he did say it. He said it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't know why we're so comfortable just throwing around threats at people. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone can catch some. <laughs> what if, what if you think you're on to the traders game so you publicly say like oh i think the traders would do this and you say the opposite of what you think you know what i mean is that a good gameplay like if you think you're on to them and then you're like i'm gonna say the opposite of what i think they would do i mean it could be unless they actually do what you said you didn't think they would <laughs> you know it, <laughs> you, you got to be careful in that way too there's so act- many yeah you have to like right because they actually if they actually do behave that way like ah that's exactly what you said like i mean like and you can't predict something like that so like that's tricky too it i think it's just better to not say just keep you your mouth shut like, right unless it's something well, very, you see, very obvious, right stating the obvious like oh well a trader would say such and such something that's a little bit more generic and not so specific maybe that's what i'm trying to say right but it's hard though too right because roll the dice yeah but it's hard too because we're saying just keep your mouth shut and that's what dan's doing and it's getting eyes on him so well right and i don't i don't think keep your mouth shut is really i don't think that's really where i'm landing i think again it has to be something that is generic enough Mm. that it can't be pulled out it's like oh yeah so gina said that but like anyone might have said that like that's very obvious traitor behavior mm-hmm. you know it's got to be oh like well maybe you're suggesting this person because you are a traitor like or talking about a double bluff or a situation like that like when you get too specific yeah 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 kind of a problem though they are a, a lot of them are again like harping on the most random things because even we saw right from the get in this uh round table we see janelle being like well we know that somebody got poisoned and larza raised her glass and then everybody drank so she did it and it's like i how would she have done that though like you all like she didn't specifically point out any person you mm. didn't see her walking over to somebody's drink and doing something she just was like toasting to somebody and then everybody drank. like i don't know how that was like your obvious connection but I did get a good laugh out of her being like, I don't know, I just thought it was weird. And Larsa being like, you're weird. I was like, what? okay, <laughs> so sorry. But I guess if you're looking for anything, you can say like, okay, you doing this random cheers to my not actually dead boyfriend. Mm. Like also was a, 
it was a way to get everyone to take a drink. It was everyone at the same time. So that feels like a really, really good cover mm. if that's where the poison was coming from. So like, right. It was just like, right. I don't know how she would have been able to like pinpoint any specific person in that moment. Right. And I think that that's where, because what if you already had already put something in somebody's glass that you intended? Right. Like, you know, there, yeah, that, there could have the cover because you it doesn't look like you could have pinpointed anyone because everyone mm. took at the same time. Like exactly, like think about like Big Brother. You could be like, oh, choose to uh, poison somebody, but they have to drink from uh, from any glass in the house, like in order to be poisoned. And you could just give a name to Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. And and then if at breakfast you say, all right, everybody, let's toast to this person. Sure, everybody yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. now the person you target has has they drank from their cup. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I did love though, seeing like the kind of ping ponging back and forth at this round table of who was calling out who, because I feel like, I don't want to say everybody was showing their cards, but like everybody was very much like, you know, you have the people coming for CT because he's an alpha male. You have the people coming for all the Bravo people because they're all playing together. And then even Parvati being like, no, I think it's the housewives. It's got to be something related to the housewives. And I was like, Shh. like, I don't know why we're so comfortable being so vocal about this stuff because immediately Phaedra was like, uh-uh, that's not what we're going to do here. And I was like, she can so easily throw you under the bus i don't know why so early on in the game we're deciding to start throwing accusations around in the correct place well because this is what parvati does yeah um, see i don't know her yeah. gameplay that way i haven't actually right seen i mean well again season. she's another person who thinks she's very very smart and she is but like you've gotta like uh, the trader's a little bit faster than survivor you know so like even right down to how she voted last time and like putting that little d and then yeah. crossing it out and then and then writing whatever name she wrote i don't even remember now but like you doing that was clearly planting a seed against dan and these behaviors are planting seeds against phaedra everything mm -hmm. is like one big deflection mm -hmm. which like a seed planted in survivor has time to grow and germinate and whatever in, in the traders uh, you're moving too fast. It's like, you right, can't... like the, the Dan one was so like sly though. Like, I feel like unless you're really like, you just like see like, Oh, I was going to write Dan, but then I didn't like, I don't know, but you still see that she like was suspicious enough. So if you're paying attention, you can see it. She flat out said it's the housewives, like said the mm -hmm. words pointed in that direction. And it's like, that's a little bit too bold of an accusation to make right now i agree but at least that wasn't as specific so her thing against dan was very public but to your point slightly subtle and other people had thing, said it beforehand age yeah, thing is also like a little bit grander but at least it's a group so like i think poverty thought that she could kind of hide behind that and um not on Miss Phaedra's watch. Oh, she was not, not having. No. And there, you know, like we didn't get a confessional from Phaedra right away. So there were like moments of that where I was like, is she playing up how upset she is to make it like, no, we're really not working together? Like, is she pretending to be mad about it? Mm -hmm. And then we get her later on and she's like, Parvati, nobody likes you. Like, I don't know yeah. why like, she went in. And I was like, oh, God. We can play this game together, but we're going to play fair. Oh. 
They made me yeah. itchy. I was like, I would not want to be on yeah, her Don't mess with her, right? She's married to medicine. <laughs> Which also, so we had talked about, I think we said she was some kind of like law something, a lawyer or whatever. And like one of the yeah, previous she's episodes. She's a lawyer, yeah. The day she was saying as a funeral director, I was like, how many jobs does this woman have? What do you mean as a funeral director? Did you know I catch well, that? I didn't catch it, but was she a funeral director just because what the theme was? Or was she No, but she she to? was talking about she was like, as a funeral director, this is up my at like this is in my wheelhouse because I like whatever, whatever. Like she like implied that like it was like oh, a job that she held. Okay. And I was like, what? All right. No, I did not catch it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Mm. But to sum it all up, even though OG has on Atlanta. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, I knew that she was like somewhere in there. It's just like I don't know why married to medicine is the thing that she's saying that she's known for. Says uh, thank you, Matt Blevins. Thank you, Matt Blevins. I knew it wasn't crazy. Phaedra Phaedra Parks is a licensed mortician. She so she's a lawyer. A she does it all. Mortician. That's why she's married Queen Phaedra. Says uh, <laughs> December December fourth, two thousand twenty three. So less than two months ago, Phaedra Parks, a mortician and funeral director, plans to open her own funeral home as she shared on Married to Medicine. She does it all. Yeah. There's nothing Phaedra can't do. That's what Matt just said, too. <laughs> ah, she's perfect. Amazing. But unfortunately, we do lose a housewife number because out goes Larsa. Deepest apologies. Is it, is it unfortunately? <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, Mrs. Pippin. I mean, she was she was fun. She was fun. Um, she would have given us some more good TV. I will I will lament the loss of Larsa. <laughs> However, come next Thursday, just a name. <laughs> Bullet points on a list. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to Larsa. I was surprised that the next person that got the most amount of votes was Kevin, though. I was expecting it to be like a more even split between Larsa and CT. I don't know. I don't think people buy the CT stuff. They don't buy it. And once Sandra kind of poo-pooed that, I, it kind of felt like it was over. Mm. Um, it could be important just to know because you know that at this table, like once your name kind of gets said, it doesn't really go away. Mm -hmm. Like It still comes up. Like... John still felt like a safe name to throw out to um who did that was it Sheree Sheree yeah like it, it kind of like a safe name to kind of throw out because like I can't get much blowback for that because we kind of discussed him last time but like I'm kind of burning on this one so mm -hmm. like uh, it's not and great I, for CT but we'll see how yeah and I think it's interesting because Kevin was kind of a throwaway vote last time Parvati wrote Kevin after crossing out the D on her, her slate. She wrote that name and, so, and one other person did also. It was, um, um, oh, it was Peter, Peter, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. Their whole plan about let's vote for each other. They'll think we're not working together and they won't you know, look at us or whatever. They decided they were going to vote for each other. And now Kevin goes from getting one vote from Peter, who he told to vote for him, a random vote from you know, Parvati, which is a total burn vote, and Kevin becomes the second po most popular name yeah. at the table. Meanwhile, no, what, no, nobody was saying Kevin before the last vote, and he's part of the reason 
<laughs> that his name is now being said. Well, and again, he's getting, like, yeah, MJ more votes than almost time, anyone. Like, he was like, I don't know why we're going with this like whole alpha male thing. And MJ was like, well, maybe it's actually you because you uh, aren't an alpha male and now you're just trying to get out the alpha males. And he was like, what do you mean? What? And now all of a sudden, Kevin is the vote. And it's like, wait, hold on. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just things change so quickly at these roundtables. I love it. Yeah. No, me too. Um, yeah, the, the only other thing of note that I remember happening is towards the end of this episode we did see, which I'm sure Kyle is just elated about, uh, some sort of alliance-ish vibe starting to form between CT and Trishel, question mark? <laughs> I'm only happy if it helps CT's game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that was already there, yeah. I feel like that was already there because they knew each other, like... And I felt like once Bananas left, I think I brought this up too. Like once Bananas left, like CT probably feels a little bit more like he has to work with Trishel just because that's the only other person he has that challenge connection with. Mm. But I don't think that CT really wants to work with her. It it really was mostly her and her confessional being like, he's the only person that I really feel comfortable with sharing all the information that I have. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and th that does kind of still make sense to me because even if you don't get along for the purposes of this week and a half long game, I can still feel like I can read you better than I can read other people because whether I like you or not, I still know you better than other people. So like, there is some value in that. Mm -hmm. um, I do think the other thing of note that was completely glossed around, um, you know, Gina just skipped it. Like oh, he was I forget what I forget. Sorry to Deontay, who just couldn't hack it yeah. um, and had to leave the game, left the game. Um, oh, yeah. I completely forgot that that yeah, was a thing that happened. Gina cares not at all. I um, forgot. So our, our apologies to Deontay. But um, yes, could not stand the heat. And he did decide. To step out of the kitchen. I mean, that that was just seeing the way that this was so deeply right. affecting him. I'm not shocked. Right. Beyonce and her children of destiny said it first. The writing was on the wall. Children we, of destiny. We knew, we knew that Beyonce was not long for this one. Oh, <laughs> man. So, see you later. Wow, too completely bad. just out of my mind. Deepest apologies, Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Red so X, so we're moving on. So Thank you. Sorry. We have so a few to attend. Bye-bye. <laughs> It's too bad. I actually, I actually did like Deontay. He definitely wasn't cut out for this game. It's just, it's funny. Like, obviously, what everybody's like different. Well, first of all, I know of him as a professional boxer. Okay. Uh, so it was fun to see him play a game like this. Um, and he, and even just like outside of like the voting, where like he seemed to really lose it, like during the banishments. Um, uh, like I, I liked his personality. It was just kind of funny to me that like. And like I said, everybody's different. They handle things differently, mental stress, whatever capacity they come in. Um, but it was just funny to me that like the guy, a guy that like gets ready for work every day by having like having to like mentally prepare himself to like punch somebody in the face, <laughs> couldn't handle voting someone out of a essentially a giant, you know, life size game board. <laughs> Literally. Like this is just like clue in real life, right. you know what I mean? Like glorified yeah, Mario Party. Like you literally, yeah. And in order to make a paycheck, you literally punch other people in the face. <laughs>
and you can't you can't play this game it's for, so for funny, a couple but, weeks. Like, I, they literally act like people are straight up dying in this game. Like I don't know why the emotional toll is so. Right. Calm down. You met this person less than a week ago. Their total investment in this process was also less than a week. They're also um, literally not dead. They're in a hotel room, like sipping on mimosas somewhere. They're right. fine. And you guys are also actual celebs this time. <laughs> you know, it's not like before, like the civilian is going back to their job at the bank. And you, you know, know, you're never going to see <laughs> them again. <laughs> right. And then they're right. going to their right. whole hum, whole drum life. You know, like, no, these are people actually had like, significant substantial lives before this and they're going to be able to just walk right back into it uh-huh. like this is not really something to lament right right yeah well i i, I do believe that was all i had for this episode does anybody else have anything Great. they would like to add no no and you know i have an early train so i know kyle is looking to get out of here so it is already warming up (laughs) (laughs) yeah little 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 how dare you on my night I, I don't embarrass know. Embarrass me like this. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Wow! wow. <laughs> On All right, my let's take night. Let's take. Let's take it home. Take it home. <laughs> well, before I was so rudely interrupted, I was going to say. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us on uh, mm-hmm. this episode of Recapping the Traders. Uh, as we said earlier, we are Stratchat. You can find us on all of the socials at Stratchat Pod. Uh, we are video on YouTube and we are audio only everywhere that you find your podcasts. Uh, if you are listening audio on Spotify or Apple Music or what have you, um, it'd be really nice if you left us a nice review. We're nice people. We're fun people. That help us out. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, do we know when we're back? Are we back for the challenge on Thursday? Is that the next one? Thursday. I think, I think this worked out nice, huh? Um, Kyler was able to join us for both streams. Mm -hmm. We had all our friends here tonight, you know, shout out obviously to Matt and Liz and all our wonderful friends. Um, I think this worked out great for everybody. So yeah, challenge 39 at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, then we're going to get the hell out of here. So we can watch (laughs) the traders live at nine, drop it on the peacocks. And then we'll be here 15 minutes after. I like it. I, I like it. It's great. Yeah. All right. The well, your night never looks so sweet. Even with <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, we will see you on Thursday. Goodbye, friends. <laughs>